1: They offer free shipping on all boots as well as free returns and exchanges and ship right to your door. Go to tecovis.com and find your new favorite pair of boots
2: today. It's time once again for another wonderful episode of the Working Class Hunter Podcast. This is episode number 326. We are here at the New Digs, and this is a cool podcast because this was one that Kurt recorded while he was on his antelope hunt in South Dakota with the boys from Buckstorm.
1: Yeah, yeah. I sampled a little bit of it. Um, and I didn't want to edit too much of it because I like that camp feel. There's like, I think you can hear wind in the background and stuff because we're literally on the top of a canyon recording this podcast and running the audio amplifier or the uh, the headphone amp off one of our trucks, which ended up the next morning killing Jeremy's battery in his truck. And <laughs> so, just a fun fact behind this podcast.
2: So it's, it's it's fitting. We're actually in the new studio right now, and we're the, we're not completely set up yet but then you guys were running it so it's it's fun dude to be able to do this while you guys did that podcast where it was like you got to make it work when you can so yeah and it's cool
1: if you're wondering man it's so weird because by the time this lays out so when as this episode airs i'm in oregon right now hunting mule deer and so we (sighs) didn't actually do a like hey it's opening week podcast because I was moving, and then I left October 2nd for this Oregon mule deer hunt, and I'm still in Oregon by the time this airs, so that's why we didn't get that launched, but if you need your whitetail fix in the middle of all of our bullshit and last week's episode, the last episode in the Bucketorium, the DeQuisto Series podcast, episode one and two, are now up on our feed, and then go check those out on the Lone Wolf Custom Gear YouTube, so a lot of crazy shit's going on. When I'm back, we're going to buckle down, hit some Whitetail Podcasts. We got a lot of shit planned, a lot of good episodes, and a lot of fun stuff planned. Um, And and in the middle of all that, we're getting this new studio built, and then what we're going to do is we're going to do some posts on social, so if you don't already follow us on Facebook or Instagram, we're going to do some posts on there on Name the Studio, and then we're going to pick like our top five uh, favorite uh, comments for the name of the new studio, and then we're going to do a poll on our website or something like that, and basically uh that's how we'll pick the name of the new
2: studio yeah well or we well.
1: might say all your guys' ideas suck and maybe we'll just <laughs> send some hats like the to top three ideas and we'll just make up our own name
2: dude you know what and i'm i'm so pissed we never did this but we might have to do this for the new studio is we know no one got sure it's like property of you know the old 1600 bucks layer place which it was a very the somber. the yeah the buckatorium it was it was it was somber uh leaving that but you know, we we got uh, we got a new studio, and we're gonna just keep trucking along, and it's it's gonna be good. Nothing's gonna change. Uh, well, maybe something will change. Maybe I'll kill some big deer this year, but,
1: you know. Maybe this one will have some new, uh, new
2: juju. New juju, yeah, I was just hoping.
1: We'll see. we got a lot of a lot of things planned for this place. We actually have a ceiling fan now. It's a little bigger. The bathroom's right outside the door, so you don't <laughs> have to run across the
2: house. There's we're, a lot of perks. We're going to get a leather couch uh, in here, a black leather couch, so any huntresses want to come by and, uh, you know.
1: Yeah, hang out. You can watch. Maybe one day you will earn keep to be a guest on the show, yeah. and we'll figure it <laughs> out. No one ever actually makes a show. All right. That's <laughs> <laughs> so stupid.
2: Yeah, but it's totally going to happen. You got a veteran shout-out, man? got a vet shout-out. Let's shout turn out. it on to some positivity <laughs> I'm here. I'm going to do a vet shout-out. Here we go. Right. So the vet, uh, vet shout-out this week was sent in from uh, Andrew to go? I'm just kidding. Go follow Public Landrew on uh, Instagram. He sent this uh, vet shout-out Him. Veteran's name is Jeff Ellis. Jeff Ellis is an Army Ranger. He was uh, in the military. Jeff was an Army Ranger, uh, an Army Warrant Officer, a helicopter pilot, flight instructor, and served four years during Operation Desert Storm. As a civilian, Jeff and his family started Jacked, Jacked, J-A-K-T gear, uh, a company which employs 17 veterans who hand-make various hunting products, including their popular magnetic paracord bow slings. Jeff's a dedicated father, husband, patriot, and backcountry hunter spends as much of his year or spends much of his year devoting time to various veteran and conservation organizations. I did get the pleasure of meeting Jeff down at the Illinois Deer and Beer Fest. This dude is top-notch. And that bow sling, I definitely need to get on my bow this year. So, Jeff, thank you for your service to this country, man. We really Thanks, appreciate Jeff. it. And thank you for everything that you continue to do for the outdoors, man. We uh, we love that, man. It's it, it it's good. Um, I'm happy to say that I do... Know who Jeff is, and he is—he's—he's he's the dude that we met at the uh, for the the Backcountry Boys. We met him at yeah. Pint Night. Oh yeah. yeah, yep. He's—he's—he's yep. <laughs> he's, he's fun, man. I like that guy a lot, for sure. That was a good time. So
1: thanks, Jeff, and thanks, Andrew, for submitting the vet shout out. Uh, Workingclassbowhunter dot com contact tab. There's a veteran or active military shout out form there. Um, submit them; those go directly to Steve. So if you have uh, Steve, why don't you give out your email? That way, if people have veteran.
2: Yeah, basically. And if you want to, um, and if maybe you, you forgot something, which uh, which has happened before, go ahead. It's uh, Steve WCB podcast at gmail.com. Go ahead and send me if, if you know you don't want to go through that form or you just have um, other media. Like if you want to send photos or something in or whatever. Don't do that. Send those to me. No, send it to Kurt. Well, because I'll get it to you. But send it to Kurt. <laughs> Kurt. <laughs> just send it to workingclassbowhunter uh, at gmail.com. Yes,
1: yes, yes. Okay. Well, I guess
2: so. This podcast. Let's do the business side of this thing.
1: New new studio, just different mindset. I guess right now we're we're like pretty flustered. I've been working in here all day. Just got the literally got the computer powered up from the move. Like (laughs) right now, like an hour before we recorded this. Uh, The podcast is presented by HHA Sports. Um, I'm shooting. We're all shooting the Tetra this year, which is awesome. Lifetime warranty, American made, veteran supported. Um, Definitely an awesome company. We're very proud to work with them. Sink Crusher. Uh, everybody knows a little bit about scent crusher. I got a scent crusher right here, rocking in the studio bathroom. Because you know what, when business goes down, you got to kill the scent, especially being that close to the studio oh, now. Yeah. Um, North American Whitetail Championship. They just had the. I, I mean, I've been haven't even caught up with Steve from from uh, North American Whitetail Championship. They just had like their the championship from last season. And I'm really excited to see who kills what this season. Yeah, there um, there
2: was the fifty thousand dollar winner, and man, it, it I didn't even like
1: see who won yet. I haven't been on the internet that heavily to see, so I have to look. So you guys can look. Somebody wants some money. Oh yeah. Um, Podcast also brought to you by Seat, Victory Archery, Element Outdoors, Can Cooker. Lone Wolf Custom Gear, use code WCB at lonewolfcustomgear.com for all your goodies. And also check out the new series that I'm producing. Um, it's on, the audio is on our series. The video is on their YouTube. Um, it's the DeQuisto Series uh, podcast. Uh, Big Time, Hunter's Blend Coffee, use code Working Class, and Gator Outdoors. So, yeah, we've man, we've been so busy. We've been a little <laughs> off the rocker, to be honest. Um, but hopefully we're catching back up. We've uh at least been getting some bow shooting in and I yep. basically I went on this antelope hunt, I came back and moved the next day. Yeah. So I slept on the ground because I forgot my sleeping pad, <laughs> which I was sore. Um it, it was a good time. So the hunt video to this is up on the Buckstorm YouTube. Um and we also at the end of this podcast, I said you know, go subscribe to Buckstorm. Show us proof that you subscribed. Send it to Buckstorm or send it to us directly. Show us that you a screenshot that you subscribe to Buckstorm's YouTube, and we're going to put together
2: a prize package. So, um, yeah, that's awesome that you uh, went out there. Did I watched the watch YouTube footage? And those guys, those guys put out some great stuff. Uh, I remember last yeah. year seeing the the uh, the mountain lion hunt they did, and I, I talk about it because I thought it was I measured awesome.
1: that mountain lion. I don't know if we talked about it on the podcast or oh, not. Really? Um, I can't remember how it fell in line because that's how flustered I am. But I I ended up I did measure that that cougar um, and shipped it off. So Travis killed it and it went. It was it was damn near Boone and Crockett. It was really close. Holy oh shit! Really, it was just shy of Boone and Crockett. Damn. But yeah, Buckstorms are really great guys. They're awesome for letting us come out and hunt with them. And um, it was just a, it was just an awesome time. I consider consider them lifetime hunting buddies. And I, you're gonna see us do a lot more with them in the future. And Man, I just like the way they edit their videos. It's not overdone. What you see is what you get. Mm-hmm. They go out there. They show you what happens. Even if it's a failed stock or whatever, they'll, they show it all. And that's like the refreshing part of it. They show misses everything. Good. So enjoy the episode. I was pretty pumped because I got my first antelope and we'll just get into the deets and, and hope you enjoy it man we are actually in hunting camp doing a podcast and when I say hunting camp like we're not in a cabin and uh, <laughs>
3: we almost have a cabin
1: well we have a cabin tent the old Ozark trail special um, I'm here with the boys I'm actually I'm here in South Dakota with the boys from Buckstorm and I'll introduce Travis first because he hasn't been on the show officially yet and then jeremy
3: fair enough fair enough What's good, up,
1: fellas? Good to be here, man. Glad we, glad we made it work, dude. We did make it work. So we got, so we got some stories for this podcast. Some good
3: ones. Some funny ones. So oh, yeah.
1: we're we're doing a South Dakota public land antelope hunt, and we talked about this for a little while. Pretty much after our last year's elk hunt,
3: I think we probably talked about it at the elk hunt.
1: Yeah, I think so.
3: That was when we first brought it up. I but think. Whether we decided we were going to do it then or not is a whole different story.
1: Right, and we've been trying to get Travis... Introduce yourself, because you haven't been on it ever. Yeah, yeah, buddy. Let's get awkward, man. Yeah, let's do it. Tell people about you, like where you're from. Can I introduce him? Yeah, you do it. <laughs> Travis
3: is kind of like the uh, the little guy in Buckstorm, you know? He kind of mm. just runs behind the scenes. and would be dead, It'd be dead without me, but... Uh, I'll go ahead and introduce. I yourself. think he got
1: recognized today, though, by another public.
0: Yeah, I hunter. didn't.
3: That really hurt my feelings. Yeah, <laughs> I,
0: I can understand that. It's always kind of nice when you you're driving down the road. I still think you might maybe just saw the sticker and was pretending to know. Nah, me. No, but... he for
1: sure knew you though yeah. because like <laughs> he for sure did. That was funny. It's it was kind of it's, it's crazy. Hey, I seen you on YouTube. So if hey. if everyone doesn't know. Um, let, me, let me do this. I'll give uh, Buckstorm an introduction, and then you guys can introduce yourselves in case our listeners don't know, or there's a, been a new listener since damn near last year when we recorded. It's been a year almost exactly, hasn't it?
3: I think like we start, we all counted on the 14th, and what's today? The 14th. Oh yes, yeah, so. the time of
1: recording. So this will air at a different time, September 14th. So you
3: met some stranger 14 years, uh a year ago yeah. on the 14th, yeah, the, the woods <laughs> in So if,
1: if everyone that's listening doesn't know what Buckstorm is. It's a well. I should let you guys explain it because you, it's your guys's project. Yeah. I'll let one of you guys just dive into it.
0: For sure. Yeah. Yeah. Basically, we uh, we just video everything we can. Uh, we put together YouTube videos. Used to be short YouTube videos. They're getting a lot longer. But uh, we just enjoy it. I mean, it's basically we're going to do it anyhow. So why not? Why yeah. not throw it out there? Throw some content out there. Hopefully, we've got good feedback from it. It's not super professionally edited. We just put it out there straight how it happened. We don't hide yeah. stuff. We just it's just real, you know.
1: That's what I enjoyed most about your guys's videos is it doesn't feel like it's it's not an overproduction. It's not a bunch of bullshit. It's it's what it really is. It's like if you dreamed on going on a western hunt from midwestern, like an Illinois or an Iowa boy, Wisconsin boy, can watch your videos and kind of get what to expect. Which is what we want to watch and not have it all fluffed up. So, but at that same time, they're easy to watch and they are a high quality video production without all the unnecessary cushion on each end of every video. Right, right.
0: Yeah,
3: I, I don't even like the word production because, to me, that's like you got the drone shots <laughs> and you got all this dramatic stuff. <laughs> we try to avoid that. I think it'd be kind of cool, but. I think that's just kind of overkill. Well, everyone – it's almost
1: to the point in outdoor television where everybody's going to that that far to where, like, the lost art of just, like, simply filming a good hunt and putting it out for people to watch is kind of like – it's almost overshadowed from my point of view with the drone shots and all the cinematic stuff, which is cool. Yeah, there's nothing wrong with that. That has its place,
3: but we're just, like – the way we do it is the same way anyone else would go out and video. And, you know, it's not awesome, but – yeah we enjoy watching it and that's what's important <laughs> people can
2: you
1: guys are on instagram facebook youtube it's just can they just look buckstorm up on youtube and
3: yep
0: yeah it'll pop up just type in buckstorm and it'll pop up i think facebook's still under buckstorm productions it's going to stay that way just because it's paying the i still exchange, call it buckstorm yeah. productions it, but it's
3: it just took me a long time yeah. to get rid of we the, just <laughs> the productions where travis didn't want to let it go we
0: just realized it's not really a troop we don't want to we don't want to make people think we are we what we aren't, but
1: well, you guys are just on. You guys are working class guys, just like exactly. our listeners. You know, we all. I mean, it's relatable, man, and I like it. So, like, that's what I liked. I watched before I went elk hunting last year with with Jeremy and Austin. I watched his Wyoming elk hunt. I don't know how many times I've watched that one. That
3: was a good one, you know,
1: because that's what I pictured it would actually be like, and it just feels more like you're watching someone, like one of your buddies, out there hunting rather than this. Um, like kind of like maybe put on a pedestal in some people's mindset of like what a celebrity hunter is out there doing right, it right. because you don't, with that, you don't know like, well, is there a guide there? Did they have, they get a tip set off because they're so-and-so from whatever show or company where with you guys are like, Hey, they actually went out and found them on public and did the work that everybody else that wants to be successful in public is going to do anyway you know so it's cool i just wanted to give you guys another plug on that because we talked about it in the past but it's been over a year before we focus heavily on like what buck storm is i think
0: people really see that in when they see the video of what went down today what they're going to hear because that's kind of a real event timeline of what happened with we're not going to give too much away quite yet there's no there's
3: no faking there's no going back and pretending you're drawing i really hate that stuff i don't know yeah. i don't see a lot of stuff on like on youtube with that but yeah. on tv it, there's always you can it's almost when, always you yeah. can tell when it's yeah. bullshit. well we've
1: the podcast and some of our members have experience with several different shows and that's how a lot of it is yeah you know a lot of it, i've been on it wasn't a show i don't know if it even actually aired but i've been on a deer recovery someone had shot a deer and we showed up um, to kind of, like, be in camp and set up the show and stuff like that. And we went out on the recovery, and it was like, okay, guys, all right, I'm going to film you getting out of your cars. All right, all right. Okay, good shot, good shot. All right, guys, talk to, talk to each other like you're getting ready to go out, which we were going to go out and find it. We actually hadn't found the deer yet, but it was like, hey, I need to get a shot of you guys chat, uh, chatting before you go down the blood trail. And it just is awkward because it's like, three, two, one, talk. Right. Pretend,
3: pretend you're excited. <laughs> yeah, pretend
1: you're excited which you can't really duplicate how it actually was. For sure. But um let's talk about the trip. So we talked about coming out to South Dakota for damn near a year. I am I've been fascinated with antelope. I just think they're a fascinating animal because there's nothing else like them, the colors, the the look, the terrain. It's just such a foreign critter for a born and raised Illinois guy, you know?
3: They are a wild creature, that's for sure. It's like so, the
1: African animal of the prairie. Yeah, everyone that doesn't know what they are thinks they're an African animal, which I think is so awesome. It's I think it's cool.
3: They look like it.
1: They really do. Uh, so we drove out here for a quick hunt, um, 13, 14-hour drive or something like that out to you, this area. Set up and camp on BLM because I learned that you can't camp on state land. Just BLM, right?
3: BLM and uh, national grassland, and there's no... National grassland, too close to where we're at, but those are the two you can camp on for, I think, like 14 days. So. Okay.
1: So we met up um, just off the highway over here, and we're like, all right, we're going to go into camp and look at where we're going to set the park the trailer and set up the tent and stuff for the hunt. And uh, we pull up, and we get to the spot, and we're like, oh, this looks like a little, this ditch is a little steep. Um, so... Jeremy goes up and looks at the other little spot of BLM. We could camp, and I'm like, oh, I'm going to get out. And, and I'm in, like, because I just drove the whole time. Well, me and my dad split the drive. I'm in Crocs and basketball shorts, <laughs> and, you know, I'm comfortable. And we literally had just got there. Hadn't been out of the truck in South Dakota for 10, 15 minutes maybe. And I'm like, oh, I'm going to walk around the trailer here and, you know, get set up, whatever. And I start walking, and, and damn near walk right onto a rattlesnake. Like, <laughs> almost uh, three foot from it, and rattle, and his head's up, and I'm like, oh, shit. So I run the other direction, <laughs> and I didn't even think about I've never seen a rattlesnake in my life, um, let alone damn near get bit by one. I almost stepped on him. Like, if he wouldn't have rattled, I would have stepped on him. I, I
3: got to tell my side of the story, because yeah. I, I drove, uh, it's, I don't know, how far away from that spot. I don't know a couple few hundred yards probably yeah 500 yards or so and I I drove to see if we can camp on the next spot and turned around and went back to tell him we were going to move and Kurt's standing in front of the pickup dancing around like like he looks like he's excited and I'm driving thinking wow he is really happy to be in South Dakota I'm (laughs) I'm, I'm happy for him for being excited to go hunting and it was just he he probably had to be there but it was hilarious turns out he was yeah, oh, getting a little so welcome up.
0: present we planted yeah. it there for you
1: <laughs> so we killed the rattlesnake
3: <laughs> yeah we didn't camp there
1: we definitely no, didn't camp no. over there so we're like alright well, we better kill this thing and so we did um, in various ways uh, <laughs> that may, might not have been the most effective because what do you do
3: we didn't have anything. We could tell them how we killed
1: it, right? We killed it with a weed eater.
3: <laughs> I, I, I had a weed why eater in the you? back of my pickup. Yeah, why
1: would you not have a weed a, a battery-powered weed eater? Yeah. Which is probably like a poor decision.
3: It, didn't, it really didn't work very well. I pretty much just... No. Shot.
1: Well, Travis is like, yeah, that's a terrible idea because I've hit snakes with weeders before and it throws them. Like, it would have like, landed on my face or something, you know? I, I pretty much
3: just pil- <laughs> piled you full of little pebbles like I was shooting rocks at you.
1: Yeah. So, we we basically did that and then we, we put a field tip through his head and... Then we get it over here. We set up camp, set the camp table up, and I'm like, dude, we should probably eat this thing <laughs> just to see. <say, laughs> like, what kind of white trash, you know? I was like, well, we It's better- the right thing to do. Yeah, I was like, we better eat this thing. So we're like, um, yeah, yeah, we probably should. Just at least say we, we tried it. <laughs> so we get the video camera out, and I'm like, hey, you ever skinned a snake? Nope. I was like, I'll be honest with you. I'm a little scared to touch the fucking <laughs> thing. And you're like, yeah, me too. But you went through, skinned it. Which i am
3: actually really easy. Skinning it and gutting it, yeah. Easy.
1: Sorry if there's wind noise. We're literally sitting on top of like a canyon here. So, um, but yeah, you skinned it up, and then I mean I don't know. It was
3: just weird. I kept the skin. I'm gonna try and preserve it, but I don't know how well it's it, gonna. It's, work. They're cool looking, but god dang there. Yeah, well we gave you the heebie jeebies. We were kind of sketched out when we were walking around over here setting up the tent and stuff. I so, went
0: on a little. Uh, test run around the camp when yeah. we got back with the flashlight. I didn't see nothing, but they might move in. Who knows?
1: Yeah, they might hear all this fun we're having and want to come in and end the party. But, no,
3: because yeah. we we spread it, the other one's guts around. Yeah, to let them know. We were proving a point, and that was part of eating it. Yeah, we wanted to make sure it, Sorry, it, was th-
1: it was like good juju. Like, Well, we, so we rinsed it off with bush light because <laughs> why not, you know? <laughs> and then we got a little S&P, salt and pepper is the choice for me, and then we threw it on the grill and... It and rolled itself over on the grill, which is creepy. Self cooking,
3: according <laughs> to Papa and Dave.
1: Yeah, self cooking flips itself, <laughs> and we there wasn't much meat on the thing. There was like none. It I was a it baby. Was, yeah, it
3: was. It had a uh, like two and a half rattles. Yeah, or one and a half, two and a half. I don't know. I, I
1: kept the little rattle. It's I guess, Apparently, those are the dangerous ones. Yeah, allegedly. I don't know. It's a goddamn rattle talk. To. I mean okay, no. <laughs> who cares how big it was? Hey, let's let's ask the listeners because there might be someone that knows. So from our understanding, the smaller rattlers, when they bite you, they don't control like how much venom they give you when they bite you, versus an adult will like regulate because it's not necessarily trying to kill you, it's more like a defense thing.
3: I don't know. Who knows?
0: Someone yeah. out there knows. Yeah, if we got a reptile biologist out there, that'd be
1: great.
3: Yeah. Yeah, because Google is a bunch of bullshit because it tells you both. Right, I, I've read both sides of it. Yeah.
1: So we 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 calmed down from that. We did are, we really though? No, we never did mentally. <laughs> we talked about that rattlesnake until we fell asleep. Pretty Breaking much. into the tent. Good yeah. thing they don't break into tents. <laughs> they don't want to like fight to kill us. So we had that go down. Um, and Travis, you got here like right at daylight roughly this yeah morning. i got
0: here this morning so i didn't get to experience that but i heard all about it and i can <laughs> c- completely understand we had another encounter with one today we can talk about that later but yeah, yeah we'll was get to that fucking
1: yeah. even creepier almost the second yeah, time around for sure um yeah let's get in the story so you showed up i hear you pull up we'd never met before like we've talked and right, stuff like that right. but never met in person uh, you pulled in the camp and I mean I don't know, take her away man get yeah get some mic time yeah don't, don't sure. forget to tell him about the
3: handshake
0: oh yeah <laughs> <laughs> yes yeah, so I got here I I actually were sitting on this big canyon that we mule deer hunt and I'm like I'm gonna go glass for mule deer I don't hear nothing in the tent so I went and glassed saw a couple mule deer does some whitetails out in the hay field up on top and nothing nothing worth looking at then I kind of heard some stir and finally wake up I I walk walk in there and Jeremy looks at me, and he's just groggy-eyed. <laughs> I slept like shit. <laughs> the,
3: the tent was flappy. So, yeah, and
0: I didn't have no sleeping pads. Yeah, exactly. And then uh had to meet Papa Dave, too. So, I mean, I met Kurt. We shook hands. And then there's a screen divider right in the tent. So I went it's to t- shake.
3: It's a two-room tent.
0: Papa <laughs> Dave's hand, we didn't see the screen. And we, we, got, got to, we touched tips. But. <laughs> got awkward.
3: Got awkward straight up. <laughs> yeah. Touched tips. I love it. <laughs>
0: For sure. But, yeah, yeah it was uh yeah, that's how we met. But nonetheless, we've been talking for a long time. I feel like yeah. I know you guys. It just—I
3: know it's crazy, isn't it? That was the way it was in Colorado. I mean, we were—we went to. I know we talked about this. We had a podcast, but yeah, you—you you never met me. We talked no. about going. We in had the talked middle. for
1: years, though, pretty much before, because you were a listener of Working Class. And long then, long time ago, yeah. Then I don't know how like I, we got to like talking on a regular basis, but anyway, we just ended up being buddies. I was
3: probably fangirling or something. we so were like pen messaged. pals, kind of. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> Did we
1: write letters? Dude, I might. I don't know if you ever got them, but I wrote huh. a couple. I probably gave you the wrong address.
0: <laughs> Secret Santa present. <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah. Who the hell keeps sending this shit? Um, but yeah, I don't know. It's just kind of cool the way it works out because same interest and like, you know, you guys are just as passionate about hunting out here as like. I am at home with whitetails. So. That's the
3: cool thing about hunting. Like, if you have that in common, you pretty yeah. much can get along. I mean, we're probably totally different people at home, yeah. you know, when we were younger or whatever, but the, the hunting yeah. brings people together. Oh, big It thing. is
1: from from far and wide, man. Like, you know, we have f- really good friends on the East Coast and all the way out to, I've met guys in Idaho that I'm friends with and still keep in contact with. A lot of it, like the podcast has allowed me to like get even deeper into hunting and like meet right. people even further out but uh well let's talk about the day so yeah you get here it gets awkward and every, everything <laughs> we, we <eat laughs> breakfast we pack up the truck do everything we need and walk everything up. around for a little bit it's yeah. antelope hunting you don't got to get too crazy about it which is cool man because my dad and i were talking about. Like, oh you don't got to be up and out there before for daylight because what the hell it doesn't just doesn't work the same way and then
0: i show up at butt crack <clears throat>
1: No, which is fine, though, because <laughs> if I'm hunting, I want to be up and, like, let's go get them, you know, which I'm glad we did. It's exactly. just such a long
3: day antelope hunting. Yep. Dark it, to dark's a long day. That was
1: a long day, but a good day. Good day. So we go out. Um, it's on public land. Spot a couple goats out, and basically we, me and my dad did rock, paper, scissors. I One, we jumped out and tried to get on a goat, and it was just kind of weird the way we thought
3: he winded us, but
0: we were watching up on the hill through the spotting scope. Had no way to communicate, obviously, but we could see them, and they kind of just were wandering off. But I could understand why a guy would think they were winding them because he kind of took off running, and then he just stopped.
3: Well, then the wind indicators showed that the wind went right at him. But yeah, I, now that looking back at it, I don't think well that too
1: yeah. and he had a doe with him we didn't know he had a doe we thought yeah, he was yeah, by true. himself so we're like oh he took off and we, we didn't have a decoy i mean that was yeah. a good opportunity i saw that doe and
0: i'm like shit i'm like i wish i could call those guys right now but i got no service yeah yeah there's no service there
1: <laughs> so we bail on that guy and we all meet back up and we get to going down the road i guess to another piece and we spot a couple i think uh, it
3: was the same one it's probably that one's connected is it yeah it was one.
0: just further down maybe a mile or so and same chunk of public, spotted a couple way out there. They were kind of coming towards the road, so we just made a move. And, uh, yeah, it was pretty – from there, it was pretty cool. We we did some crawling, got some cactuses, <laughs> and uh, I'll let Kurt take it from here.
1: Yeah, so we went for it, went in. Um, man, I've learned how bad I am at crawling with a bow. And, by the way, this is all filmed, so like, this will all be out, too – on Buckstorm. So go to their YouTube and subscribe so you can see that shit come out. Um, it might be out by the time this podcast airs. I don't know. So we get up there, and there was the one goat far out. And the, the, the weird thing is, if you're from the Midwest, your eyes aren't conditioned to look through this terrain and look for the animals and what you guys call, like, you kept saying, yeah, that red brush. I'm like, okay, <laughs> there's red brush 20 yards in front of me, and I see red brush 100 yards out there. And I'm like, you're like, yeah. He's just he's moving by that red uh, brush by the telephone pole. And I'm like, okay, is he saying like perspective wise, like twenty yards, and the telephone pole you can see, like he's so. (laughs) Yeah, because
3: you were looking way past. Yeah,
1: I'm like, I don't fucking see the thing, dude. And I'm just not used to looking for. We won't tell you what we were thinking in our heads. What's that? We won't tell you what we were thinking in our heads about that. Well, you guys are probably like, this guy's an idiot. It's just tough. So, anywho, we, we we work our way closer. That one big goat's, like, out there acting funky, but we knew the other antelope was closer to us, but I we didn't know how far to push it. Yeah. So we kept kind of going forward, glassing, and then we ended up spotting them. And I'm so, Jeremy, you got the
3: – what the hell is that decoy called? I it, was Jeff? just trying to think of that. Ultimate I don't Predator. Is that what they are? The yeah. ones that Ultimate actually Predator decoy, mount, to your, yep. mount to your bow, and you can see yeah, so your it, sights through it. It
1: looks like an antelope face-on from the like from the antelope's perspective, looking back. So it looks like an antelope face-on, you shoot through it. Jeremy had that on his bow. I was with him, and then Travis was behind us with the camera. And you're like, hey, I think he's roughly, Travis said, hey, I think it's roughly 50 yards. We get in a little bit, and you stand up and range him.
3: Ranging him at 23 because the grass, so we had no idea. Yeah,
1: and I look at it, and I'm like, fuck, maybe... 50-ish, and you're – and
3: That's what I was thinking, you too. You said 50,
1: and I'm like, he could be further, though. Like, it's deceiving. I don't know. So I put it on 51, drew back. Oh, so you really didn't trust me. Well, <laughs> I wanted – I said didn't 52,
0: know. so you didn't trust either of us. <laughs> oh, so
1: I, hey, I shot the middle. <laughs> so I draw back. I had it on 51. I draw back, and I can see the antelope, and he's looking at us at this point. And do you know that feeling – and this is kind of a question to – Listeners as well, and Jeremy and Travis. So think about this. Like, if you ever drawn back on an animal, a deer or whatever, and you have that feeling of, like, this thing's dying when you draw, like, of just pure confidence? It just felt good. Yep. And And I wasn't nervous. It felt good. And I pulled through my shot and, whap, falls and rolls him.
3: Just dumped him.
1: Dumped him right there. And all on film, which is even cooler. Yep. It just, it was awesome, man. And it was... I mean, realistically, if you think about guessing a
0: yardage when you can't get a yardage and guessing it, I'm t- we're thinking he's probably at 48. It was a little high to drop him, but yeah, that's pretty dang good to guess one. I mean, yeah. it's pretty easy to mess up
1: in this train
0: well, with yeah, all the tall grass 20, 30 I mean, yards,
3: you know, close stuff's Fairly simple to guess, yeah, but Once you yeah. get out there, it's just it's, it's hard. tough, man. Yeah,
1: especially just you, you know, you get the you get the feeling of a little bit anxiety. Go, I got to draw before he books it and takes yep. it off, and he's in
3: the next county. That's something we should talk about. Is some people might not understand how, how damn skittish antelope yeah, are. Yeah,
1: we should go into that a little bit before we tell the rest of the story.
0: Because they can
3: see, what's the degrees they can see?
0: I think it's like 270 or 300. And I mean, it
3: seems like more sometimes, but they got like binocular vision. They That's what they're, I mean, that's how they, they survive. They got eyes on their, the back of their head, their essentially. I mean, their yeah. vision. Everything else is kind of, you know. Wind's picking up, so sorry for getting some wind noise in the mic, but we're
1: literally in camp so yep. just but yeah they can see that far
3: and they're it, always on edge too they're a little
0: like. wiry yeah mm-hmm. and they're fast they're cheetahs there's a cheetah the prairie i like mean they 60 can, mile an hour i think they can run 60 yeah they they are fast i've paced one before i've just been driving by the road and hey i'd look out the window and hey what's that guy doing out there oh
1: he's just doing a casual 50 <laughs> <laughs> that's insane and they'll do it for a long time that's crazy it's not
3: just a quick sprint
1: they are neat man they are like the way their their posture is they just look fast they're really cool they're really cool animals and that's why i wanted to hunt them so bad they're just there's nothing else like them so anyway roll this guy at 50 you know roughly and dude i could not believe it it felt that feeling when you let the arrow go and you heard it thwap hit him. i was like oh we're in the money
0: i couldn't even see him i was videoing i just had the camera up high and I heard the thwap, and you know you focus on video, and, and I'm like, he disappeared. Where'd he go?
1: <laughs> and yeah. then I stood up, and I'm like, oh, there he is. <laughs> yeah, Jeremy's like, dude, you dropped him. So it was cool, man. So we went down, and uh, I put another one in him for safe measure, um, just with the high hit, and you, you know, you just never know. Yep. Um, and it's ethical; it's an ethical thing to do if something sure. like that happens. So put another one in him, and dude, the celebration was on. Like I was just thrilled. He's he's uh he. He's just big enough to where he looks like when I picture an antelope. That's what an antelope looks like, and that's what I wanted. Um, I would have liked to kill the Pope and young, but you know, I, you got to climb the ladder with, oh, this, yeah. with this stuff. And, so. and
3: you, you can go on so many stocks and just go home yeah. with
1: nothing. And dude, I'm thrilled, man. I'm gonna shoulder mount him. This um, cape was incredible. Uh, Tra- if, if you, you said t- his. You've seen a lot of antelope too, and you said that yeah,
0: I've seen a lot of antelope, and that's one of the best looking capes I've seen. I mean, obviously, with the older ones, they get real dark in the face. But yeah. Just the perfection of that—it's like almost like a summer whitetail cape, you know, early yep. season September cape. Yeah. I know you guys don't get that luxury because you can't archery hunt in September. But. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We get to,
1: <laughs> you, you kill a good buck early October, you get a nice thin exactly, cape, and exactly.
0: They're, they're pretty, kind of like that. It's just nice thin haired cape and antelope yeah. are always kind of that. They got that weird hollow bristly hair. Dude, it's that's different than anything.
1: For all the Midwest and East coast listeners the hair and the smell of an antelope you guys kept telling me about the smell it is unlike anything that you can
3: imagine it's the hair is it is hollow it's got a weird it's like squiggly it's yeah i don't know how to explain it but it's it's different for sure and it's it's like yeah and and their smell
1: is like uh
3: it just a mat. Imag- if you know the smell
1: of sage, it's just like an animal that's ate sage that's filtering it through its body. That's exactly yep. what it's, it's it smells
0: like. It's like if you drink too much coffee and your pee smells like coffee. That's <laughs> same principle, yeah. right? That's
1: what an antelope yeah. smells yeah. like. Like if it if they made tea out of sage and, and you they pissed all over, that's what it was. <laughs> that's a terrible analogy. <laughs> yeah.
0: I love it. Um Sage no, tea. I don't want to try it. <laughs>
1: Dude, and he had a busted up mouth.
0: Yeah, His that's teeth super were all weird. Jacked. Super weird. I don't know if you got messed up in a fight with that other buck and that's why he was over there or what? Yeah, but, the other
1: <laughs> buck was acting all nervous. But the
0: one you shot was daddy, he had the dough anyhow. The other one might have been a little bigger, but he <laughs> didn't kinda, have the dough, so it was a jokes on him, right?
1: Yeah. It was cool man. I, I was so pumped. Like to, the second stalk ever on the first day to make it happen and make a good shot. And you got a little spoiled, that's for it, sure. Yeah. I, and I'm aware of that. I don't man. want you to
3: think it's easy. <laughs>
0: Yeah, it makes me feel like I'm. It's not that hard, but I know it is because I've. I probably snuck on. I don't know. I'm just making up numbers at this point. Two hundred and fifty antelope, probably in my life. Really killed seven.
1: Well, sometimes it just works out, man. Sometimes it works out easy because I, there's always, like, a give and take because some years you struggle and nothing comes together. Exactly. And then some
3: years you're like, it, sometimes it just has to happen
0: that Absolutely. way. Absolutely. I hope it's a good juju for you, and I hope it keeps
1: rolling.
3: I'll take it, man. You went from almost dying the day before <laughs> to shooting a goat. That's a, good, yeah. I mean, that's a good trip so far.
1: Yeah, that is a good trip. Some ups and downs, baby. Let's do this. You probably won't
3: wear <laughs> Crocs in South Dakota anymore. <laughs> but Fucking know yeah. I won't. <laughs>
1: No, that was cool. So we got they the. They sell those here.
3: Dude, I don't know.
1: People can talk shit on my Crocs, but I'm telling you, man. Have you ever wore a pair
3: of Crocs? No, but hey, you looked comfortable, dude. When
1: the you most rolled comfortable.
3: in, comfortable. When you rolled in, you looked like you've been tripping. You know, a Croc yeah.
0: is a reptile, so it's fitting.
1: Dude, it's the all-terrain vehicle for your feet. <laughs> Just don't help with cactus or rattlesnakes. So when you put the when you put the little strap back, is that four x four? It's the adventure strap. <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah you never low.
1: know what kind of trouble i might find myself in <laughs> locking the hubs baby <laughs> let's go so we get the antelope in uh jeremy showed me how to what am i hearing
3: there's, there's a car, car. By.
1: Yeah. oh wow
0: we're not that close to the road but close enough that
1: it's crazy when you got a headset on though and you can hear it
0: yeah it's loud it's funny Minivan.
1: Minivan. What is that minivan we saw earlier on public? Oh, with the ladder. There is a
0: couple in. people that live out here, and I suppose they have kids, so it's fitting. But.
3: <laughs> yeah, uh, you can't see much lights from here. Much? um Back to. <laughs> this <there's> one. Sorry. <laughs> uh,
1: these boys showed us how to quarter them up. We caped them out, and. I was, the, the, was kind of hem hauling around. I'm like, I want to mount them because they're so pretty. But I'm like, I don't know if he's big enough because I might want to shoot a bigger one next time I come down. And Jeremy's like, dude, if you don't fucking mount this, you're a bitch. Amen. <laughs> and I was like, all right, I'll mount it. You so, got to add a little color to your wall. That's true, man. That's true. And I'm pumped, though, because you can see. I like seeing the progression in taxidermy. Like, that was my first one. Like The story behind it adds to the mount and all that. I'm really cool. Really cool. I'm really cool. I, <laughs> I mean, you're all right. How did that? How did how did that come out? I and didn't then even we drink came back, beer. and it was really cool. I mean, yes,
3: so, but I am cool. <laughs> That's debatable. And we came no, back and not, got there.
0: We got those back marinate, and marinating. And we just got done eating them.
1: Travis is keeping us on track. It was great. It was, it great. was fucking good, man. I like I mean, it. It's a different. It's definitely different than a whitetail. But man, it, it was good. Well, we we got to tell the story so uh now papa dave's up to bat yep and we went out to uh we're out finding more more goats and
3: how many other stocks did we go on we got to make sure we, we don't
0: skip any three four five maybe but a couple times there wasn't really stocks we were more trying to find them but we got oh, yeah. in tight on a couple we that one i think might have been a dead dead antelope but broadhead just nicked the sight when you're
1: shooting oh i that. forgot yeah. about that one it was a long shot and the single pin dropped down in front and Caught the, caught the arrow that site housing did and sent the arrow into the ground. But that's a
3: longer th- shot. You know? I thought that yeah. goat was going to die.
0: Yeah. I did too. Well, we got him range chief standing there. He took his time. I told him to take his time. I'm like, don't rush it. Don't rush it. We got time. If he runs, he runs. Just take your time.
3: And yeah. my footage was so much better than Travis's. You think? Yeah. I haven't I, even I, watched it yet we watched
0: mine and that turned out okay so we'll see
3: <laughs>
1: well I, yeah we'll have to watch it after this because I want to see it
0: yeah
3: well he shot I'm like where the fuck did his arrow go
0: yeah and i'm I'm like did that just hit
3: twenty yards in yeah, front of us? What just the, happened The goat didn't even <laughs> it didn't even move the decoy I, I think bought us some time but yeah not Wolf. very
0: often you get to reload a bow on a goat
1: right yeah. yeah yeah well then we did that one and then we we found that um yeah we found that mule deer oh right yeah yeah that. yeah yeah. and he ghosted yeah we went after him that was pretty not, good not buck. me papa dave and i didn't because they
3: don't we can't hunt mule deer as a non-resident in south yeah dakota, south dakota yeah. Yeah. discriminates
0: against non-residents it, october, october 1st it was, that was
3: only yeah. this year they just started that i you guys i mean if he came Could've. last year we would have been yeah all however
0: been until all last them. year we couldn't hunt until september like 20th usually it was like the third weekend in September oh, last year yeah. it just opened September one. So um, regardless, we probably wouldn't have been hunting right now. Right, right. Even us, but
1: well, we went after that guy. We thought we had a good game plan. And he just disappeared, and then there was there one more. No, we went after the other one. So that's when the other rattlesnake came into play. Oh yeah, yeah, dude, you that one freaked me out and, worse. And we
3: were in some thick shit.
0: Yeah, and I was already yeah. past him when he triggered, and he was like. And I'm like, uh, okay. Yeah. I just walked by you. Thank you. I'm gonna grab this bag
1: over here. Yeah. Keep telling the
0: story. What
3: Papa Dave said was it kind of rung true because he was because I was the third guy. We were walking in the line, and he was just giving me shit, saying it's they wait for the third guy, and uh, Travis and Dave both got by him, and then he started rattling.
0: We had no idea he was there.
3: couldn't hard, Couldn't hardly see anything because. We were. It was an old. It used to be a crop field, and then they just stopped planting in it. And it's just
0: all weeds now.
3: Super tall, overgrown weeds, and we're trucking through it, going to find some antelope. And lo and behold, there's a rattlesnake there. And after that, everybody (laughs) was watching the ground a little harder.
0: That was the darkest colored rattlesnake I've ever seen in that dark there were dark weeds too so i'm
1: like man that could have been bad dude i was freaked the fuck out dude <laughs> tell them about your little the decoy you had walking in front of you <laughs> i had the uh the antelope bow decoy and i had it walking in front of my shins that way but it has that hole in it, it would have just like got through the hole and bit me in the shin anyway yeah i led
0: the way just trying to be nice i'm like i don't want these guys to get bit if i if anyone gets bit it'll be me but after that <laughs> Papa Dave said, third guy in line's the the bad luck guy." So I'm like, "I'll just stay in front."
1: I'm good, man. I'm leading this army, dude. They're freaky, oh, man. I don't like do not like them.
3: After seeing it, it just gives you kind of the the heebie jeebies a little bit, and you're especially in well, you that tall stuff
0: because you yeah step yeah. on one before you see it.
1: Would people always tell you about it? Like, oh yeah, rattlesnakes are out right here. You're like, yeah, but I've never like me personally, I've never had an encounter. And when you see that, you're like. Yeah, they're out here. They're really out here. Like the funny thing is, we
3: don't really see them that often. Yeah, we run common. into them
0: on the roads occasionally, but typically it's when you're out and about hiking, putting the miles on. It's pretty rare to come across them. I've seen a few out in the field, but
3: you guys are just lucky, dude. Yeah, I guess. I think that.
0: I Thanks think that was a just uh, you shot your goat, and the big man was like, "Hey, I'm gonna mess with you a little bit."
1: So we'll see them because <laughs> well, maybe because so it's like rattlesnake warning, goat. So maybe today was my dad's rattlesnake warning. Tomorrow will be a goat.
0: Yeah, there we go. Maybe
1: it's a good maybe it's good luck for antelope hunting to run into a rattlesnake. We'll Could see
0: be. if it can stay true. That'd be cool, actually. That'd be real cool.
3: He had one more chance when it started towards towards dark tonight.
0: Oh yeah, yeah, yeah! Right before dark, and yeah, I'm I, pretty sure I got 72 mosquito bites, and oh,
1: that was bad. So, was so I started really feeling sick for some reason, and and we were driving around, you know, trying to find goats, and. I'm, like, getting, I don't know if it was, like, motion sickness from being in the back of the truck. And, like, I don't know. It was weird. I can't explain it. Or just kind of, like, eating different. I don't know. I have no idea. But we stopped to a point to, like, glass at an area. I got out. I'm, like, I'm going to puke like it was so random no we stopped for
0: you to puke and then decided to glass oh yeah
1: which we did which worked
0: out good but i was just thinking about that and you might be to blame for the rattlesnake because because (laughs) i went up there i saw those goats and that's the reason we went
1: yeah that's that's true that's true but i don't know it was weird so i stayed in the truck while you guys went on that last stalk i'm like i'm gonna Mm -hmm. try and like close my eyes and get over this which is probably a good thing i did um
3: but and yeah, that I'll was a nice
0: take... that was a really nice buck hopefully we can get back on him tomorrow was, i think it was the I same one the from same, this morning yeah
3: the same one we stocked this morning because it was a buck and a doe and that's it same spot
0: yeah, yeah. we got in there pretty tight and at one point we were walking i i think it was, we were probably 250 yards away and we saw him cutting over the trees so we cut over right to where they were and we get up there and then they're still 250 yards away so we got <laughs> we started creeping towards them and Anyone that's antelope hunted, you don't want to pop the decoy up if the doe's looking at you and not the buck. Mm-hmm. Well, the doe never looked at us, which was good, but the buck didn't either, so we just kept getting closer. We closed like 100 yards. And we got to like 140, and I was still going. And then finally, the buck started to look our way. I didn't want to risk it, so I popped the decoy up. A lot of times they'll come.
3: I think and he, he just statues. He started, statued he started, and he started to, walking
0: towards us, but he just didn't want to commit.
3: The doe got a little sketchy and made her noise. It's a weird noise. If you have never heard of antelope noise, it's I don't even know how to explain it.
0: It's like a bullet ricocheting really quietly.
3: Yeah, that's what we decided. It's like a <laughs> yeah. not like a high pitched bullet. Yeah, it's like a choo! I mean. It's weird. There you go. That was pretty decent. They're yeah. just
1: different critters, man. That's a nice thing you ever said. So, so what? <laughs> so what yeah, it's going to stay that way too. They see the decoy and they think like, oh, it's
3: another buck moving in. Like I'm going to whoop his ass, or is it curiosity? Well, or they, they'll do it in uh, for like curiosity reasons early in the season. But the a lot of times the the bigger like the herd buck, they'll they'll run the little the, the smaller or whatever the younger bucks off. Mm-hmm. and that's essentially what they're coming to do when they see your decoy right in my opinion i don't, I don't know yeah i that's think that's doing, totally but...
0: true i i've seen i've seen a big buck run off a little buck and the the big buck had like 15 does runs a little buck over the hill and goes back down to him and if you pop up on that hill where he just ran that little buck off mm-hmm. he will come in 99 percent of the time or
3: sometimes when oh, they shit. run them off they'll run them a long ways And you can get in between the herd of does and where that buck was. And then you just wait them out and they'll come right by you. I've seen them chase them a
0: mile. Like, they don't want that thing coming back anywhere near them. Uh I've seen them fight through the fences. Like, it's crazy because they don't jump fences. They go under them. And they can't always go under them because they're low. Uh They find a way. But a lot of times they'll run a fence like half a mile before they cut. So if he wants them out of that pasture, he'll run them until that sucker crosses the fence and before he's satisfied.
1: (laughs) It's so cool. It's because it's so much open ground, it makes sense that they're that fast. Like, that's how far out they're going to run them mm-hmm. to get them out there. It's cool, like, learning all this stuff, like, hunting with you guys, because we'd spot, like, the one we went after where uh, Papa Dave's arrow hit that site housing. It's like, yeah, yeah. the buck's by himself. Like, he could have got pushed out by another buck. Like, might be a good time to make a move or something like that, you know?
0: Yeah, it was crazy. I I, I didn't expect to see, see that buck, because we saw him before, and I think it was the same one. When we came back...
3: Yeah, and then he crossed the highway. We were just
0: going to go hike in and do some glassing and try to locate something back in that big drainage back there. And we look up and we're like, hey, there's
1: a buck. So yeah, we was... made
0: a move and it almost worked.
1: Yeah, I, I, I was hoping so bad that he'd get in there and look this afternoon. Can you imagine yeah. two in one day? Two in one day. would have been too good.
0: Too good to be true, but at least uh, we can't... We, we'll probably get up early tomorrow and go go get after him, come back, take a nap. Eat some lunch.
3: Yeah, we're, we're glamping right now. This is a whole lot different than it was in Colorado. But it's, it, but it's nice. Yeah. Yeah, this is fucking nice, man. I'm excited. I'm, I'm, I'm
1: relaxed now because I can hang out and kind of assist with either filming or, or right. whatever. Bush
0: lattes are cold. Yeah. We got lots of ice, like lots of ice. Kill
1: beers.
3: Kill beers. We scored a freezer today. Yeah, that was oh, nice. yeah we yeah. scored a freezer. So,
1: yeah, we we get the, the meat cleaned up. We get the cape wrapped up, put in a uh, garbage bag, and tie that off, and everything. And we're kind of like, I'm, I have always been told that their uh, their hair can slip from the hide easily, um, like they can get kind of green on the capes fast, uh, which we had them on ice right. Ro- yeah. Shit. Within a half hour after killing them. Yeah,
0: and it was it was hot today. It was like eighty two to eighty three degrees. Yeah. yeah. No wind, which is completely weird. And now there's wind, but there wasn't wind all day, which.
1: Yeah. Well, you have a family member that lives, like, relatively close by, like, close enough where we made our way out that way. And he had a building that had a big deep freeze on it. Can we talk about what he was wearing? I didn't see this. (laughs) Dive on in.
0: Let's skip that part. We'll just keep on rolling. Or what he wasn't wearing. Yeah, whatever.
3: (laughs) (laughs) So, yeah.
0: We showed up unexpected.
3: Yeah, but he just don't care.
0: Yeah.
1: To, you have to know the guy. Oh, That's for hilarious. sure, good dude. Yeah, he, obviously, I don't know the guy. He let me use his deep freezer to put
0: Kurt, my dead Kurt's animal like, up in.
3: well, do, we, do you want us to come in? I'm like, yeah, come on in, Travis. Well, uh, well, let's let's. Why don't you guys hang out here for a minute? Good thing, huh? <laughs> yeah,
0: good thing it all worked out. But I'm glad we found a freezer. I mean, we'd, we we would have been okay without it. It's just nice day one of a few day hunt. I mean, you don't.
3: <clears throat> well, now we don't have to risk it. Now we don't have to have it in
0: the back of your head like, oh, is this happening? Is this happening? It's just, yeah. it's fine. It's going to be frozen solid by the time you go yep. home. It's going to be golden. So,
3: Yep. I want to know what you think about South Dakota hunting so far. Uh, oh, dude. I, or is it anything like what you expected?
1: I think it, it uh, one, I love it to start. I really do love it. I think it's cool. I think what's fascinating about this area of the country is like, there's mule deer. There's whitetail. There's there's antelope in certain parts. There's We've elk. Seen them all. It, yep. There's everything to hunt here. So it's just really cool. It's not that far away from Iowa and Illinois, but there's so much more opportunity for for shooting shit with arrows. Yep. You know, and it's cool because to it's different because we're used to the the thick timber and you almost never spot a whitetail unless you're you have the property that's built for that, but and I, I sure don't, but you almost never spot a whitetail where you can make a stalk on them. That just, just doesn't mm-hmm. happen. Where here is cool, you can make spot an animal from a long distance, then make a game plan around it, and then go in after them. And there's enough public land in here to do that. And then you screw up, you learn wh- what you did right, what you did wrong, what you could do better next time, go find another animal,
3: do it better and improve that time. That's oh, the I, best part about antelope is it's like an all-day thing yeah and, and we've there, been yeah. doing
0: it forever and we still learn every day i mean it's it's you there's like this weird animal that you cannot predict right when you think you have them figured out i mean the only thing you could ever pattern on an anim, antelope is on a dry year if they're going to hit a water hole because maybe it's the only water hole yeah but this year there's water everywhere that's why the grass is so tall it makes it tough to rain yeah, we them. had
1: to avoid um a bunch of the southern interstates that we were to th- Basically, would have been yeah. an hour quicker because of all the rain you guys got last, like seventeen inches inter- or something. Yeah, the interstate
3: flooded.
0: Yeah, I think all that moisture came up from that big hurricane down there, and it's crazy.
1: Yeah, but no, I I love South Dakota hunting, man.
3: I I think I could live here just based off of the
1: hunting alone. One I mean, of my
3: favorite things about it is, as much as I don't like sitting in stands, and I know you give me shit about it all the time, mm-hmm. we can go, we can go sit in a stand. We can go like this time of year. We can sit in a stand. We can go um stock mule deer we can go chase elk in the hills Mm -hmm. we can go spot stock antelope we can sit in the ground i mean there's all the different types of hunting you can do in one state and opportunity is good especially for a resident we can get how many archery tags can we get we can get
0: get archery two archery deer tags buck tags one east river we get more archery deer tags because they get the doe tags i mean yeah
1: so is is a a deer tag mule deer or whitetail
0: any deer yep any deer yep okay. that's the only way they come in south dakota and then uh there's a bunch of rifle tags that are all divided out by each individual county
1: so do you have and to so, you don't have to call your harvest in or anything like that no
0: no no but you're required to tag them in the field obviously and yeah. carry your carry your stuff i mean there's probably guys out there that don't but I don't know why. I mean, it's...
3: Right. If you plan it right, you can, you can do a ton. I mean, you saw my glove box in there, how many tags I had in there. I know yeah. I know some people aren't really into rifle hunting, but...
0: You can use your bow for rifle tags. Yeah, too. we can... Oh, you can? We yeah. can
3: go... I can fill every single one of those tags that I have with my bow if I wanted That's to. That's cool. That's what it should be. I think I got six or seven tags this year. That's so amazing. In Illinois, like, we're fortunate. We're,
1: we can kill two whitetail bucks. Um, in Iowa, they can kill one. I think they can kill two... Man, we've talked about this. I just I'm drawing a blank right now. I think they can kill one with a bow, one with a gun. Mm-hmm. Um, but no, that's it's cool. So you could kill a mule deer. Could you kill a mule deer and a white tail buck? Oh yeah. You said you could kill a mule deer, a white tail, an
3: antelope, and if you draw an elk tag, you can kill an elk tag every year. Yeah, that's that's yeah. a tough tag. To, it's a really tough tag to get. And Travis has his this year. I drew mine in 17, which is on YouTube. So go check that out. Yeah, that's um, a big bull and then my dad has a so there's a state park in kind of on the edge of the Black Hills and it's it's loaded with elk it's it's got a fence around it so people want to say it's a high fence hunt but we've sat there physically and, and watched elk jump the fence they can come in and out oh yeah um and it's and eight, there's fence
0: down all over place. it's 80,000 acres
3: yeah. same place Holy Travis shit he same place Travis shot his cat
0: yeah the fire cat
3: oh yeah that's also on YouTube check that Which out are going a cool score video. tomorrow too yeah we're measure him up So, I mean, it's, it's 80,000 acres and they can come in and out. We've watched them hop, watched them hop the fence. But it's a
0: great hunt and it's super limited. I mean, it's a once in a lifetime tag. Once you draw it, you can never apply again in your life. So really
3: there were somewhere around 9,000 applicants and there's eight rifle tags and he drew one.
1: No shit.
3: Yeah. it's It's
0: like winning the lottery. Honestly, it's better than winning the lottery in my opinion.
3: It, it kind of sucks, chunks. though, because, I mean, when I had my elk tag, Travis put in, like, 40 days in a row scouting for yeah. me because I was working out of town. Yeah. And now it's my turn to, to give back, and not only do I have four kids, but I, I want to – my dad's got a once-in-a-lifetime tag. He's kind of oh, counting yeah. on me to be there for that. So I'll be down there, and I'm hoping we can get it done early and I can go.
0: It's all right. You know how much time I put in for you. You know I'm putting up in – about a third as much time for myself. Well, now you But have now hates. I got twins too, so. Yeah,
3: you guys. We'll just see if my boss gives me the time off, and he's kind of an asshole, so.
0: If you're listening to this, <laughs> it might be bad karma, because two of the three people sitting around this cooler have twins.
3: <laughs> yeah. Ooh. You know. Be I, safe. And my, Travis is my boss, for the record, so that's why I call that him is an asshole. asshole. <laughs> yeah.
1: Yeah, you guys both have twins, Fair. like a month apart. Like I, I bet months. you I'm going to have twins, man. My wife's mom's a twin. My wife's sister just had twins. They carry the twin gene. It skips, yep. a, it skips a generation. And you know, the this is what I've learned, and it, it might be fucking bullshit, but I heard that the males don't carry the twin
3: gene. It's yeah, it's the all framework. females. I've heard that, yep. too. But I've also heard it's not genetic, too, so who knows?
0: Yeah, but now depends. that you've been to
3: South Dakota, you drink South Dakota water. It's teed. Yeah, I'm probably
1: <laughs> next kid.
0: Yeah, you've been hanging out with us, so you're screwed. I
1: probably have triplets be hosed well <laughs> Just, at
0: least we at least we would no longer be able to complain
1: we'd be caught i'd be caught up with you guys and you're well yeah. you only have two you have four i'd be caught yeah. up with you and your tribe yeah what do you guys call your tribe
3: i don't know should we name
1: it
0: we should probably name it <laughs> yeah i
1: don't know I, like,
0: we might have to brainstorm on yeah that we'll one, think but.
1: of that one later i'm not trying to think of anything too harsh right? mine, <laughs>
0: yeah. Like, yeah. hold on guys like, this gonna
3: be like 10 minutes of silence right. like, what we think <laughs>
0: yeah r&r is what we call mine ridge and red and we uh it's, they're not R and R because they're crazy, uh-huh. but but it's kind of funny. We always joke about it. Get a little art, rest and relaxation. But how how old are they? Year and a half. Damn, dude. That's Both walking weird. now. And and yours my, are
3: mine are a month older than his, so his are karma babies. Because when I called him and I told him I'm having twins, he talked all kinds of shit. I mean, he was congratulating me, but yeah, you're never going hunting again, and you know all that nonsense. And yeah. Like a month later, he calls me. All oh, I'm having twins too.
0: I couldn't believe it. I, <laughs> That's what you get. I couldn't believe it. I go in there and Doc's like, or the ultrasound gal's like, well, it looks like there's two. And I'm like, where's Jeremy?
3: How much <laughs> yeah. do you pay you? Where's he? <laughs> oh, And I'm man. like, oh
0: my God, there is two. I can see him.
3: <laughs> oh, man. You're next, man.
1: Yeah. I mean, whatever. Rip the yeah. bandaid off. Let's just do this thing, you know. Yeah. My wife wants to have 18 kids, so might as well just get them <laughs> all done at once. 18. <laughs> <laughs> it's Damn. no kidding, man. But the cool thing is, like, my wife didn't give a shit. Like, like, huge thank you to her. She didn't care about me coming out here to do this. Like, she thinks it's cool. She'd rather me do things like this. And now I have a cooler full antelope meat to take home. And it's cool, man. She supports me in that. It was
0: cool to see how excited she was for you when you had her on speakerphone earlier. It was super cool.
1: Yeah, yeah she was excited, man. Well, I kind of fucked with her, you know, a little bit. I was just talked, like, small talk. Hey, what yep. are you doing? <laughs> oh, hey, by the way, I killed an antelope this morning what you did yeah and then you lost service so <laughs> I, yeah kind of ruined it, it. <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. yeah yeah ruined the moment resumed uh, about five minutes later
3: yeah anything what else have, haven't we talked about i don't know that pretty much sums up today
1: yeah. yeah
0: that pretty much sums up today i think and
1: that's one big story though for one one day of hunting
0: yeah that video we'll get that edited up pretty quick but
1: it might already be out, but the time yeah. this podcast airs. But if it is, up. just
0: check out our YouTube channel, Buckstorm. Just It'll go there and subscribe.
1: There, so. so when it does come out,
3: if it's not out, you can see it. Exactly. Easy. Easy. Now, now you're talking. We got Easy. a lot of we got a lot of videos on there too. We got a lot of real. You know, when we first started, they weren't great. Like that. The one I shot that that muley at three yards. That's on video. That was. That was probably when we we we've always filmed, but that was when we really started getting serious about it, and it's kind of rough. I looked like a baby. That was yeah. We had seven a two hundred dollar
0: video camera, and it was blowing like eighty miles an hour with no microphone. It was yeah, a good so time. it
3: was it's rough, but and like Travis said earlier, the reason we really do it is we're gonna go. We're, we we started filming just for shits and giggles for ourselves, and then along the road somewhere, we're like, let's just post this on Facebook or or YouTube, and then we can watch it whenever we want, and then. You know, if you guys want to watch it, then... Yeah, it's like badass home videos. So we're going to do right. it anyway, It's kind of the point yeah. I'm getting to. We're doing it whether people watch it or not. It'd yeah. be cool if you would follow, but... Well, here, I'll do this. You guys helped
1: us out here, kind of learned us how to hunt western animals and elk and antelope now and all that. So here, if you go to Buckstorm's YouTube and subscribe and send a screenshot of your subscription... We'll put you in a drawing. We'll do like a working class bowhunter like prize pack. We'll throw some, a bunch of merch from our store together in a package. Yeah, and we'll
0: throw some of ours in with it too. So. Yeah.
1: As, yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll do that. We're, we're kind of starting
3: to do that too.
1: But yeah, let's collab. Then we'll get maybe like a buckstorm hat. We'll throw some working class shirts and yeah. hats in some decals, and then and just yeah. a screenshot that you subscribed on YouTube. Send it to us or Buckstorm on Instagram or Facebook. And then we'll just tally everyone up, and we'll put everyone's name in a hat or something and draw after this up. Ep- we'll yeah. give it a week or two after this episode airs, and we'll draw someone yeah. a winner. Sounds like great, kind of yeah. cool. Let's grow sure. the hunting community a little bit and make it cool.
3: Just yeah,
1: let's not make it douchey. Mm-hmm. And make it cooler again. Yeah, exactly.
3: We get we get a lot of people sending us messages looking for help hunting in, in South Dakota. So if you have any interest, we're not. There's a lot of people that don't want non-residents here but we're pretty open to it so
0: yeah we're all about it i mean it's we're gonna go hunt other states got a right too. To be it's here it's
3: kind of hypocritical if you're gonna bitch about people right. coming to your state yeah. and then turn around and go hunting in wyoming you're hunting in colorado right so yeah. if you have any questions you can send us a message we may or may not be able to answer it but
0: we'll do our best and yeah like sure. how many hunters did we see today we're hunting we hunted we probably i mean we put on a lot of miles we put on foot yep. miles road miles you name it but
1: one guy actually out one chasing guy
0: them. and it's the yeah. It's prime time right now. And I he mean, recognized you time. from YouTube. So <laughs> That's yeah. another
3: question I had for you. When you – we talked about this antelope hunting thing. Um, is this at all what you expected? Honestly, it's exactly what I expected. I didn't expect to shoot one first
1: – or second stock first morning. I did not expect that. But it is – it actually it is what I expected.
0: Is the train kind of like what you envisioned?
1: Yeah, it actually is. Yeah, but I also like I'm not going in blind. Like I did a lot of research online. Right. Right. So I had an idea. Um, I didn't realize there was as much cactus here. That's kind of <laughs> like there's a, there's a lot of prickly pokies and like and all that in the plains. It is. I would say it is hillier than people. Uh, I would typically think in the Midwest. Yeah. You know, you can't. There is some waterways and it looks flat you know if you look out but there's actually cracks and crevices and little hills that yeah you know or maybe it's just your mindset gets creative when you see an antelope out there you're like oh i could sneak behind that little knoll for 200 yards and get to that and then yeah and there's a lot of belly
3: crawling too you gotta get creative
0: yeah and this year is easier because there's taller grass but most years there's no grass so i mean we've straight out laid flat and ended up with 200 cactus needles in us (laughs) just to fail you yeah. know i mean it's like you get all the way there and you're like 120 yards in closing yeah wind swirls they're gone and you dude, stand up and you just like hurt for weeks
1: <laughs> well the, dude the video of us uh sneaking up on my antelope they're like i got a fucking cactus in my hand <laughs>
0: yeah. Oh, yeah i got one in my left butt cheek on the way in there too so
3: what, what about the way that we're doing it because like there's a, like in wyoming you can go and there's huge tracks of blm I and mean, they're here too but yeah. where we're at the public is kind of scattered and they're 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 not huge they're not huge sections yeah so we'll, we'll drive to one and we'll glass it yeah drive to the next one and glass it were you expecting to do a lot more walking or are you kind of, were you kind of expecting and we hiked um, in
0: and glass some stuff but i mean they're not huge tracks you could walk around all day and yeah it could be effective you could find the right buck in yeah. the right spot but covering ground is kind of what we've realized works the best just because this time of year they're moving so much yeah you might find one four miles from a road but there's not a lot of areas right out here where you can get four miles from a road on public land you you can do
3: that west of here a little bit but it it, it's almost it is you'd almost be wasting your time yeah in a way i mean it you get a little more it's a more of a wildernessy hunt and yeah you're 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 i I do like the way we're doing
1: it though because you, you find an animal, then you make a game plan, and then you go in after them. And it's, mo- for the most part, wide open. You know, it's like, oh, right. shit, how are we going to pull that off? But I
3: like that, though. It's cool. Yeah, you could walk four miles, and there could be one herd of goats in that big chunk of public, put a stock on them, and the, the odds aren't very high that you're yeah. going to get within range, let alone kill one. Yeah. And then and then what?
0: Yeah, and at this rate, if you walked <laughs> if we walked 17 miles, we'd see 17 rattlesnakes. So,
1: dude, yeah, I am not trying to mess with that. <laughs> not trying to mess with that. No, I I like it, man. It, it is what I envision for the most part. Um nothing really shocked me. Like you know what I mean? I'm like, "Ah, I
3: guess I mean
0: good." Besides, yeah. you know what I mean? That means you did your homework. I'm just yeah.
3: I'm really glad you guys, I mean you guys are going home hopefully with two. Yeah. But, I mean, so we've been successful. I think we'll get some opportunities tomorrow for sure, yeah,
0: we saw a lot of ghosts today,
3: yeah
1: definitely i i'm pumped man i'm i definitely am I'm glad I made it happen and made a shot and I'm excited man I'll, it's the first time you know, first animal of a different species my it it really is it's the first time it's my first public land kill. it's my first animal, i guess you consider it a big game animal besides uh a, a white tail um just the way that's, it went down that's cool that's awesome you
0: know Well, it's funny because we told you were like you better practice you're going to want to be dialed to 80 at least You and know, i was, just because i am and then the second stock of the day 50 yards <laughs>
3: <laughs> <laughs> and, and there's probably people out there they're going to say oh 80 is way too far but unless you've been out here yeah and actually hunted antelope 80 80 yards isn't too far with, with yeah. the bows we got today oh yeah today's equipment yeah if you know what you're doing
0: I mean, there's guys that throw darts at 120. I mean, I'm not saying you should shoot animal at 120, but you right. can shoot paper at 120 all day long with today's equipment. Right. So, if, I mean, 80 yards is if you can. I mean, it's a long. Punt is a long is, game.
3: If but, anybody wants to shit talk shooting at 80 yards, I I challenge them to come antelope punt and see how well it goes for them. Yeah. yeah. Well, that's what you told me. Um, shoot
0: your bow more, right?
3: Yeah. yeah.
1: <laughs> that's what you told me. You're like, hey, dude, it's. If you can't shoot really good at 70, you're limiting yourself big time. So, I'm like, mm-hmm. all right, I'll make sure I'm really fucking good at it. Yeah, here we
3: are talked about this, and you shot your goat. It was like, what? It actually was at like 48 yards. 40, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. That's not very common. Right. Hey, I made the shot, so exactly, I was prepared.
1: Crazy, man. Crazy, crazy. Well, we'll see how the rest of the hunt goes. Day two yeah, tomorrow. Looking forward to it. I'm glad that we can put all the attention on Papa Dave getting an antelope Yeah, now, it's going to be gonna fun. It's going to be super fun. Pretty cool. I appreciate you guys coming out and hanging out. And yeah helping us learn our, cut our teeth on this western hunting stuff and basically all the support along the way you've Jeremy you've listened to the show damn near since day 1 I think so
0: I remember when he first told me about the podcast oh, and God. I'm like
3: what the hell's a podcast I'm like what <laughs> <A> what <laughs> like
0: where do you listen to that that's funny I mean, this is I don't know 3 4 years ago yeah. Yeah. we've long talked long ago. Yeah. about
3: this before the first one I ever heard was Nick Mont because I looked yeah, him up because yeah. he's from not far from here uh huh And I I don't know when you did that, but it was a long time ago. Under 20, I think.
0: It was before I was your boss. Yeah, I remember that.
1: We recorded that episode under, it was, I think, episode, it was under 20 episodes. Maybe just a touch over 20 episodes. And we're doing, we're over 320 now. That's crazy. So pretty crazy so. i've been
0: trying to catch up i've listened to probably <laughs> close to half of them now <laughs> that's putting in a lot of work yeah man. but i mean <laughs> every time i go out scouting if i'm by myself i listen to a whole episode or two or three every time but
1: oh i gotta get a uh and i'll do it at the end of the podcast here yeah um, i gotta give a quick shout out to um on, hopefully it pops up here man
3: i wanted to actually tag his instagram handle here yeah you bet um I'll fill the I'll fill the awkward silence here with congrats on the goat. Thank and you, man. A couple man. Bush I'm, latte I'm su- cheers. I'm yeah. super happy for you. Thank you, man. I'm
1: super ecstatic about it. Um, big shout out on Instagram. I love his name on here at Dick Manhunt. It's Kevin Dickerman. <laughs> um, he's a big time supporter of the podcast, and his name's always popping up in our notifications. And awesome positive comments all the time. Positive messages all the time, and he just. Inked uh, the working class bowhunter logo on them, and it looks badass. It did like a drop shadow behind it and everything, and that's it, commitment. It's fucking sweet. Dude. I love it. So big shout out to him. We appreciate that a ton. That's uh, that's pretty eye opening to see that someone would do that. Um, and he has one before me, which I should be ashamed of myself. You should. That's...
0: I wonder if he has any kids and if they're on there, on tattooed <laughs> anywhere on Yeah,
1: because if they're not. I mean, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm going to work, man. i got to get it done. I All hope right, your man. wife
0: doesn't listen to this, buddy.
1: <laughs> <laughs> well, let's call her there. Let's call it good. Yeah. work. Let's go kill another antelope tomorrow. Let's do it. All right. Appreciate you guys. Everyone, thanks for listening. You know what to do. Go shoot your bow. We love you.
2: Join me, Chef Jean-Paul Bourgeois, and the whole crew here at Duck Camp Dinners every Monday at 8 p.m. Eastern on Waypoint TV.